0: The Forum at 8 on AM Live, turning the spotlight on the big issues and the people behind them.
1: Zimbabwe
2: is for Zimbabweans.
3: So are its. We'll uh, establish finally the authority of the people. The leaders of the revolution will uh, lift the authority finally to the people. And uh, the people will uh, form... This new state without any representation and without any president, without any leader.
4: One of the problems we are facing in the world today are people who do not look at problems objectively, but from the point of view of their own interests. That makes things difficult. Because once a person is not objective, it is extremely difficult to reach an agreement. We in Zambia
5: are peaceful people, peace-loving. I challenge anyone to say today here that Zambia is a war-mongering nation. I have allowed Smith to come here on a number of occasions in search of peace. But I'm a man with a clear conscience. God is hearing me. I can never sell out Africa. Never. Not me. Not these boys here. Not these girls here. We are men and women of principle. We have done all these things in search of peace. But it has to be genuine peace. Based on sincere, genuine majority rule. Anything else, you can give us. Zambians will be born out of our blood.
0: You're still different from Tanzania, but you have no money. You're still more powerful. So for Tanzanians and the others to say, you know, South Africa's big brother, they must not throw their weight.
5: What
4: kind of weight? (laughs) <laughs> and in any
0: case, and in any case, this would, be, this would be positive weight, not the negative weight. So this is a different Africa. So I'm saying this Africa now is changing. Neocolonialism is being fought, I think, more effective. We need a new leadership in Africa which is going to fight neocolonialism more effectively. And those were the voices of uh, some of the leaders across the continent over the years, Uh Zimbabwean President Robert Mugabe, the late Tanzanian statesman uh, Julius Nyerere, late Libyan leader Muammar Gaddafi, former Zambian President Kenneth Kaunda, and, of course, uh, our very own uh, late Dr. Nelson Mandela. And it is, of course, Africa Day today. The day is celebrated annually on this day, the 25th of May, across the African continent, and it marks the formation of the organization of African Unity in 1963, which changed its name to the African Union in 2002. And this uh, organization uh, was envisaged uh, to charge the progress uh, made by the continent to advance democracy, peace, stability and socioeconomic development. So this morning on the Forum at Eight, we ask, what is democracy? And how has it worked for Africa, given the current state of affairs across the continent? And joining us is Professor Begging Gomez-Zulu, Department of Political Science at the University of uh, the Western Cape. Good morning and thanks for your time, Professor.
4: Uh, good morning to you, Sakema. Good morning to Hello.
0: And we also Hello. have with us, uh, welcome, uh, Adama Gay, Senegalese author and uh, political analyst. Uh, thanks for your time this morning as well.
5: Thank you so much. And uh, I salute everybody and I salute Africa Day today.
0: And happy Africa Day to both of you. But if I could start with you, Mr. Gay. So why democracy? What is democracy and why should we have democracy? And why is that the best system or a better system than any other form of government?
5: Look, I think that uh, the former British Prime Minister, Winston Churchill, once said that uh, democracy is somehow the best of all the type of systems that we know, political systems. Uh, In the case of Africa, never forget that, uh, especially uh, for a long period, even uh, until the 1989 period when the Berlin Wall collapsed and the communist system ended, Uh, across the world, most of African nations were deprived uh, from their democratic rights, from their freedoms. And uh, people across the continent were yearning for uh, this this type of freedom in order to express their rights. And somehow democracy was seen, uh, almost dreamt of, as the ideal uh, way of governing our nations. So because freedom has a lot of advantages, uh, democracy, it provides freedom, it gives the right to participate, it uh, allows right to vote, as was the case for South Africa in April 1994, when the multiracial democracy was allowed to return, and also it allows people to know about their economics and all their rights. But at the end of the day, democracy, when it has been put in practice across the continent, the fact is that it has been uh, somehow short-circuited by people who claim to be Democrats, but in practice we didn't act as democracy Democrats. And that's why today the, uh, lure, the allure, the, uh, the attractive aspect of democracy is somehow waning in many parts of the continent. But democracy remains still something very appealing if it is practiced properly.
0: If practiced properly, so uh, what is stopping us then, um, especially on the continent, from practicing it properly so that it actually does deliver to its citizens that which democracy promises, Professor Gomezun?
4: No, it, it's a couple of factors. I, I agree with my, uh, my colleague there that uh, uh, normally uh, democracy is supposed to uh, make things better for everyone because by its simple definition, uh, it, it means... Uh, It's a rule by many, which is in contradistinction to a situation whereby with oligarchies, who are running state, we're running polities. So in this case, then the assumption is that the moment you allow uh, the larger majority of the people to have a voice on their governance system or how they should be governed, then it should make life easier. But then the problem is, uh, which is the point that my colleague is making, is that uh, in the African context, democracy has been abused and misused for personal gains. For example, uh, if you look at a number of our African leaders, they've operated within the democratic frames to advance their own personal interests. A case in point are the presidents uh, who, who use the democratic practices to try and change their own national constitutions so that they can run for presidency for the third term. We saw that with Arab Mo in Kenya, we saw that with Frederick Chiluga in Zambia. We saw that with Rishi uh, Kenobi Sanjo in Nigeria. And the list goes on. So basically then the point is, by itself, democracy is not supposed to be a problem. By the way, it's not the best system the world ever had. But then it, under the circumstances, in the absence of oligarchies. kids, and in the absence of monarchies, then it becomes a viable option. But then people are able to operate within it and manipulate it to advance their own gain. That's why it's not working in Africa, because people use it for their own personal interests, and then in some instances invoke uh, tribalism, ethnicity, religious factionalism, and all of those within the ambit of the law, and then they still find their way out, therefore, then democracy is weakened.
0: So, given what you've just said, Professor Ngomezulu, it then makes sense, um, you know, why African people are basically just dis- uh, disenchanted with this uh, notion of democracy and what it is and what it's supposed to bring because they are not seeing it, uh, seeing it uh, and seeing those results. So, why should Africans accept? that democracy is the best form of government for them at this time and that they should continue on this path?
4: Uh, I think uh, it boils down uh, to uh, this uh, idea of internationalization and globalization because there are systems that have worked for us as Africans prior to the introduction of a uh, Western liberal democracy. But then, uh, given that the world is now seems to be moving together, Whenever you try to invoke uh, our pre-colonial uh, systems of governance, we are then uh, ridiculed and we are ostracized. A case in point would be uh, what the system used in Swaziland called Tingunda. If you look at the process, how the process unfolds, in the case of Swaziland, there are a number of elements which you can easily uh, uh, link to the liberal democratic process. But unfortunately then, because Swaziland is uh, said to be an absolute monarchy, then the system is discouraged and then Swaziland is now being forced uh, and persuaded uh, to accept a democracy as defined by everyone. The distinction between pre-colonial governance systems and the democratic governance systems is that in the pre-colonial African era, Africans agreed on issues based on consensus, not by simple majority. Democracy emphasizes simple majority. In other words, when the majority has said something, everyone is to abide. In the African context, you needed uh, to convince everyone. In other words, we debate the issue the whole day, if need be, so that at the end of the day, you will reach consensus. Unfortunately then, the global world does not give us space to do what we have always done, partly because we are dependent on the global community financially. And then we want to do something for you to do that, you need money, and then they will tell you, go to the World Bank, go to the IMF, they will give you money, but there will be terms and conditions applied. So basically, our hands are tied partly because we are unable to work together as a continent to use our own resources to generate our own money so that we can do things our own way. Until we do that, we're in trouble.
0: Well, if we are not choosing those systems ourselves and it is clear that others are actually making those choices for us, where does it leave us as a continent and as a people of Africa? We'll continue with this conversation after this break and we'll also open the lines and take your calls on 0891
2: 107.1, the home of SAFM in Seapoint. Seapoint. SAFM. South Africa's news and information leader.
0: The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo on AM Live, turning the spotlight on the big issues and the people behind them. And thank you so much for tuning in uh, to this Africa edition uh, of of the Forum at 8 this morning. And we're asking, you know how has democracy worked for Africa? And discussing this with Adama Gay, who's a Senegalese author and political analyst, and Professor Begging Gomezulu, uh, from the Department of Political Science at the University of the Western Cape. I just want to run through some of the messages. Um, at Tato AE says, democracy far exceeds mere voting and terms of office for presidents. Democracy existed pre-colonial era in our antiquity. And then um, Spiwe says, because Imagine if we were governed by monarchy, poverty would have been worse and dictatorship as well. Mpetu Koza says, happy Africa Day to all Africans. More love, respect and unity to us. Uh, let we, uh, let there be peace in Africa. Major General says, I can't say Africa is a democracy, particularly with leaders like Mugabe, Jame, uh, Dos Santos, uh, Nkurunziza and, uh, Kize says, SK, um, uh, okay, I'll come back to that. Uh, Ompa says, um, uh, if we look at uh, movements like Fees Must Fall and uh, decolonization of education, uh, do we strike to see a solution or is it just grandstanding? And how does this fit into, uh, you know, how all of these things have worked for us as an African nation? Um, um, Then another one here. We'll come back to the messages. Uh, They're just getting uh, muddled up there. We'll come back to them. Uh, You can send them on 40938 and you can also tweet or Facebook at on SAFM for more of those. but um, our guests are also taking uh, your calls and comments on 891 208 So, Adama Gay, uh, just before the break, I made the comment that um, given what uh, Professor Ngomezulu uh, had explained, it is clear that it is not up to us as Africans to choose the systems of government that we want. Those choices are being made elsewhere. So where does that leave us then as African people. Uh, Do we really have a choice in the matter? Does it really matter what we think of this system called democracy?
5: Absolutely. Uh, First of all, I believe that uh, I don't uh, have an geographical approach, uh, uh, dreaming of the old past as if we had uh, uh, a golden era when Africans managed to rule better their land through a system that was maybe even better than democracy because I think that at the end of the day, if you look at the results, we have been colonized, we allowed ourselves to be enslaved, and I think that really we have been part of the problems. So I don't uh, agree on that front, even though most of what Professor said earlier, I think I share it with him. When it comes to democracy now, I also believe that we cannot also just consider that it's the West or other people that impose on us the the, the democratic norms. This is something that we African people want to have within our societies. I think that the type of leadership we have had for so many years is something that we didn't accept, especially during the Cold War. We don't want also today to have those leaders... We are taking away our natural resources, our final public finances to empower themselves, to enrich themselves. Take Mr. Zuma, he built a house for himself. We take Mr. Uh, Dos Santos; he has been in power since I don't know how many years, even sick, is still clinging to power. You take Mr. Buhari, President of Nigeria, at 72 years old, sick, and etc., is still clinging to power. And any places across the continent, even my country, Senegal, which used to be really. Uh, ray of hope for democracy is no longer seen as a democratic nation because the natural and and other resources of the country are being sold out almost to foreign forces like total British Petroleum and other uh, dubious characters coming because just people have been elected. So democracy is now being abused and people who came to power by democracy are doing what what is being called one man, one vote. Once once they get there, they don't want to move. So I believe we don't have to blame others. We have to blame ourselves because this is Africa created problems, and we need to fix it ourselves if we want to blame this 21st century as an African century, we must start putting our act together in order to make sure that when we talk of democracy, we practice what we preach. When we talk of good governance, we practice it. Because if we do it the right way, nobody will come and direct us. Take many other countries in the world, from India to even Arabic nations like Saudi Arabia and others. They've shown their uh, nationalism. And now, nowadays, They are not being directed on what they do. You don't hear people telling uh, Saudi Arabia to practice democracy. They Mm. do whatever they want in Saudi Arabia. In the case of Africa, yes, if we tend to be always relying on the foreign aid, on expecting others to help us, of course they will uh, guide us, they will direct what we have to do. Of course, uh, who pays the bill? called the tone as, as we say in English. And I think that is uh, we must acknowledge our part of the problem instead of blaming others. That's my strong conviction. And I believe, again, that democracy is today, however, the best uh, institution that we have to apply in our society to allow freedom to flourish, to allow people to speak out, to allow people who are in power to be really... Uh, properly assessed uh, that we have transparency, accountability in our society. These are good for any nation in the world, and Africa should not put itself uh, apart and start dreaming of an old past that has never been really uh, as golden as May one may have to believe it because that's somehow uh, practicing the policy of uh, the Austrians bur- burying the head under the sun and dreaming of past mm. that has never existed.
0: But have we sufficiently interrogated different forms of government and um, you know whether those would not be better suited uh, to the African context? Have we done that exercise?
5: No, we may not have done that, but I think, personally, democracy, I think, is good. But democracy is not just about elections. It's not just about looking at those who are in political power. You need to look at all levels across the society, because leaders, you can find them within uh, your closest area. within your community, uh, but at the corporate level. Everywhere you take into uh, account the way Africans behave is not uh, 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 along the the lines of democracy. I I take a case. I came to South Africa a few years ago uh, for business and I met a corporate company calling me, oh, we can make a booking for you in a hotel. They send me to a five-star hotel. When I said to the gentleman, please, why do you book me in a five-star hotel? Why do you come to my hotel? take a bit of a uh, 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 bottle of wine, put it on my room. Uh, I said, no, 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 uh, I'm going to report that to Senegal. I said, please, go. Senegal, ambassador can do anything on me. I believe it's at all levels that these things need to be fixed. We need to have the world to be very serious. And we cannot just blame the leaders, and we cannot blame outside. I think you have given the example of South Africa in the past. When you decided to fight against apartheid, you managed to open the space. For democratization, and that's what we did in places like Senegal. We forced leaders, when they tried to entrench themselves, like the former President Abdullah, to cling to power, we ousted him through demonstration, through writings, through independent expression. This is what will bring about democracy. I don't think we should be. Throwing away the baby with the the bath the of the uh, uh, the water of the bath. We need to acknowledge that democracy is good. We try to bring some aspect of our tradition in Africa, so we add value. We should not be just dreaming of uh, an African solution to problems that are global. I think we need to be part of a global world. Take the best out of what I exist elsewhere, instead of just daydreaming that we have had the best path, that we have been so great that we can move forward on our own terms. No, we have to take the supply chain, global supply chain that exists in various uh, fields, whether in economics, in politics, and in social terms, so that the best practices are imported into Africa, but added to our own best practices.
0: Well, Adam they there, expressing his views. Do you agree? Uh, Do you believe that we should stop as a continent being so inward-looking and uh, take responsibility for how democracy has gone wrong on our watch? Uh, What is our culpability as citizens of Africa in what we are seeing today? Have we asked ourselves what exactly this democracy um, is supposed to deliver to us as citizens, and what have we done in order to make sure that we actually do see those results and hold those leaders accountable we'll take those calls after this it's your
2: favorite time of the morning the forum at eight with sakina kamwendo favorite time of the morning on
0: am live well, thanks for tuning in to the Forum at 8 on this Africa Day edition of the show. And we're talking about democracy in Africa, and we're asking how has this worked for us as a form of government. And our guest this morning, Adama Gay, uh, was a Senegalese author and political analyst, and Professor Begging Gomezulu from the Department of Political Science at the University of the Western Cape. So uh, given what Adama was saying before the break, very interesting, because it then got me, to wonder. So, this system of democracy—have we, as citizens, um, asked ourselves, what is this system to deliver? As uh, supposed to deliver to us, as people who are part of a democratic system, what would be the most essential outcome? of a democracy and you go back to all the slogans that uh you know we became used to one man one vote and that is supposed to result in government for the people by the people which means that um our leaders would be held accountable uh by the people and 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 they would be there to meet the expectations as expressed By the people. But in the absence of that, when this democracy does not deliver the things that it is supposed to to the citizenry, who should be blamed for that? Should we blame the system? Should we blame ourselves? What exactly is going on and how should we address this particular matter moving forward? Please give us your views on 891 That's our call in number. You can also SMS us on 40938-Tweet your Facebook AM Live on AM. SAFM. Uh, Now, here's uh, uh, um, Mputumi from Joburg um, on the line. Mputumi, good morning. Thanks for calling. So what are your views on democracy in Africa?
3: Um, Hi, Fakina. Thank you for taking my call. I your, your one guest, the, Sen- the Senegalese gentleman, he seems to have a complete lack of appreciation for, for African history. That's what I'm getting from, from hearing him speak. Because in the past, and this is this is like a, a noted and documented fact, if you had a problem, you approached, I'll say, a tribunal. Whether you're a pauper or you're the richest man on the land, you had a sort of access to justice. And I think one of the failings of how modern democracy is practiced is that if you are poor, you don't enjoy the same access to justice as someone who is rich. So it's, 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 it's very unfortunate that people are so willing to dismiss the the, the, the societal past of African life that all you had Mo Letimbeke yesterday, and even he said that um, socialism was a German construct, and he was wrong too. Africans weren't introduced into into modern life by Europeans. We had a way of living that was working. It just so happens that the concepts are named in a European fashion. That doesn't mean that Africans didn't have that capacity before and weren't living that kind of life. So I think your guest there is doing us all a great disservice by, by making it appear that prior to the introduction of European everything, Africans had no way of formulating or living in a manner that was constructive to their societies. I'm going to stop there. Thank you.
0: Okay, let's get a few other views. Uh, um, of course, uh, Adam Aguil will respond to that shortly. Romeo in Durban, good morning to you.
2: Good morning, Virginia. How are you? And you, Romeo? Oh, I'm fine. Uh, I just want to quickly say, 1963, when the OAU was formed, the idea was trying to make Africa unite and they wanted to make sure that every uh, child of africa enjoys the right all the right and have the right for movement but today what we see is no longer um their principles which made them to form um uh, or which is eu today democracy is no longer in africa which is why we see a lot of people are traveling from one another country to the other in seek, uh, seeking for uh, peace, a place where they can stay uh, with their families, with the peace. But today we see, I wish if this program it could have engaged, more especially, the leaders. Unfortunately, we've got the political analysis, and we've got that case from Senegalese, such uh, innocent like this one. I think you could have all the, all the presidents we wanted to ask them. Isn't it the Democrats that we were crying uh, from the upper city system when the white colony uh, came into Africa to colonize us? We are not enjoying anything. This is not democracy. The democracy that we see that are being pursued by these leaders are based on our own African culture, and that a child mustn't do this, a wife mustn't do this, this one mustn't do this. This is why there is a lot of crisis all over in Africa because we did not really follow our principles of 1963 when Bami and, and the other leaders formed this organization. This is all what I wanted to say, but more so, I wanted the leaders to be accountable, especially to those who are violating. People are not free. Every day people are killed. You want to be in politics, you are killed. That's
0: what democracy. All right. That's Romeo in Durban. Mawetu in good morning.
4: Good morning, Sakina. Thank you for taking my call. Um, to be honest, uh, I think that democracy uh, is a thing in Africa, partly so uh, However, we need to, to to go back to basics. For instance, in Africa, what we have in common uh, in terms of leadership uh, style, is traditional institutions. You can go to Nigeria, South Africa, Switzerland, uh, you know, anywhere in, South, in, in Africa, you will find that there are traditional institutions. So we need to strengthen traditional institutions, make them uh, world-class institutions, uh, you know, that we will, 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 will make sure that we diversify uh, you know our 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 governance system, and not only that, but also make sure that traditional institutions, being well class as they should be, are able to 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 um what's the word uh, you know to 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 represent more people that are marginalised in our African society. So I think if uh, we need to go back to basics, otherwise democracy alone without having strong traditional institutions that can uh, you know account make our 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 you know uh, uh, democratic uh, structures to account so i think that that's all i, I can say Sakina, but democracy alone in africa is not is not is not enough we need to strengthen our own inherited way of of of, of governance, which is traditional institutions. Thank you,
0: sir. Thanks, my way Okay, let's get some responses from our guests. Uh, uh, Professor Gomez Zulu, let me start with you.
4: Thank you very much, sir. I think that uh, there, are, there are a couple of critical points that have been made by the callers and also from your um, uh, the messages you read. Uh, one point that I think is very critical is the one that Mbutum is making uh, when he says that uh, uh, Africans their way of doing things and we have abandoned them for a number of reasons. And in fact, it goes back to the point that I made earlier on, that it is incorrect to say that uh, had we retained our monarchical system, we would be worse off. I, I totally disagree on that one for the simple reason that uh, if you look at a country like Switzerland, go back to Switzerland again, and we say Switzerland is an absolute monarchy. But then people work on the assumption that uh, in course sort in of the third uh, is law unto himself, which is uh, then incorrect, because in the African tradition, as Mputumi correctly mentioned, and a point which has also been reiterated by Mawetu, you would find that uh, the king was there, but he didn't rule alone, he didn't run the country alone. In the case of Swaziland, for example, we have what is called the Inner Council, or Likoko, and then after that we have Liban and those are institutions that are responsible for making sure that everything is done in the open. And the way traditional societies used to work, as I said earlier on, they agreed on issues, they reached consensus, they didn't consider simple majority, because the argument was that you cannot move forward when you leave a part of the society behind. So we have to convince everyone and make everyone read from the same script. So I think those points are critical because... If we say democracy is the best system of government that uh, we have, therefore we should all try to find our ways how to live within it. I think we're missing the point. If the idea of the OAU, and now the idea of the AU, is that we have to find African solutions to African problems, part of doing that means doing what m am is saying, uh, that is uh, reinvigorating our own traditional structures you know, which have worked whereby you cannot go wrong as a child uh, because you know any member of the society will call you to order. Right now what is happening, you see debate in Parliament in South Africa. Young stars, as young as 20, 30, the way they debate issues, they personalize issues, and then they embrace this Western notion of democracy, and they lose their African respect of the elderly. And at one point, we we'll hear them saying, no, we are all honorable members in this parliament, and there is no mother-child relationship. Those kinds of occurrences are taking us away from our roots as Africans. You can still operate within democracy, but retain your own cultural practices. That is why, for example, when uh, one of my uh, colleagues and trusted friends and and published this book called Democracy Compromised, in which you are saying that you cannot have uh, democracy as, as defined by the West and still retain the traditional uh, institution, um, um, the, the, the traditional system of governance. And my point there was clear. Until we go for a constitutional review, until we go for constitutional amendment. The institution of traditional leadership in the South African context is enshrined in the constitution. So what we should be doing then is to look at how our traditional structures can assist us deal with some of the issues we're complaining about right now. Because discarding everything that happened in the pre-colonial era and embracing everything that came from colonialism would we'll be missing the point and we are going to lose who we are as Africans. There are African institutions that have worked. They can survive those, I agree entirely, with the point made by M. Putum.
0: And And Gay, your response?
4: Yes, uh, of course, a lot of things have
5: been said. Let me clarify. I am not saying that democracy is the ultimate only system that one has to practice. Today, for instance, if you read the Financial Times in London, I published a special report on Morocco, which is one of the kingdoms in Africa, which is ruled in a way that is stable. Uh, There is a vision, there is an ambition. It's clear they know where they are headed to. I think that this even allows democracy to flourish within Morocco. So I know that there is a social capital in Africa that we cannot just dump by considering that uh, political pluralism, democracy, uh, the Western way is the only way that we should go. No, I'm not saying that. But I think that real democracy, when properly added to our own values, will give us really something good for us so that we can, we used to say in Africa, socialism with uh, African colors during Senghor, the first president of Senegal. But I think that just stating that we used to have very good uh, traditional ways of doing things, that's something I cannot accept also because this kind of speech, we used to have it in the past. In the early 1960s, many Strong men in Africa advocated uh, the necessity for the nation to reunite, for uh, people to forget about tribalism to come around one single party. That's what created the monopartism, that w- the, the single party system across Africa in many of African nations. So this, uh, this was a form of dictatorship that was hiding behind our tradition. In addition, also don't dream again. The gentleman who called and mentioned 1963, the Kwame Krumah, as if Kwame Krumah was a model. No, he was not a model. He was a dictator. and ended up putting within the Ghanaian constitution his own name. Ask the Ghanaian when he was toppled in 1966. He was seen as the worst dictator. So let's not bury our head in the sand and start considering our, our way of doing things at the best. I th- th- truly believe that in Africa... We must embrace the good aspect of democracy, the same way we have to embrace the good aspect of good governance. things that we can learn from the whole world if they are good. And we have to add our own values, our own traditions. Yes, indeed, the communitarianism in Africa is good. We are having a society where there is respect of age, where there is respect of social norms, societal norms. Where, uh, whereby there is, there, is, there is solidarity, where we don't have some of the cynicism that prevail in, in the West, for instance, those things I think we need to accept them as our inheritance in Africa. But don't consider that our old way of doing things. Uh, whether it is in uh, Swaziland or any other African countries, including my own Senegal, uh, th- that way it should be revived entirely. No, I think democracy is here to stay. We need to take the good aspect of democracy, which allows, for instance, even the poorest to be properly judged if it is true democracy. The gentleman who said that all oh, people who are poor do not have chance to speak up, that's wrong. That's in a wrong democracy. When democracy is practice properly, everybody has a chance, have a voice. And that's, I think, we should not dump it because just we are carried away by our African approach. No, in 1963, those type of deterrences created the autocracies that we have seen in Africa for so many years. We can't go back.
0: Well, and it brings us back to those questions about whether Africans actually understand what it is that a democracy must provide for the people. Uh, if we don't understand that, then we have to ask ourselves exactly what is it that we are doing. Uh, Sabelo9 uh, says, traditional and localized systems may help to increase social cohesion, but it will not reduce unemployment or looting. And then Joanna says, "A happy Africa Day. Uh, democracy has brought many bad leaders, and until we remedy this, democracy is a burden in Africa. Uh, Walter Louis Ryan says, uh, African traditions is social democracy we are living in a capitalist democracy, and that was decided at Kodesa. Um uh, Elias uh, Chinemo says, AU is useless. It was designed to protect those in power and not ordinary people. We are here because the AU has failed dismally. But. I asked this question earlier, at what point do we as citizens, you know, take responsibility for this democracy and the life that this democracy is supposed to deliver? to us do we even know what it is and 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 i start there because it seems as though we don't know we have a responsibility as citizens to make sure that the rulers uh, the leaders that we choose um actually conform and make sure that they actually deliver on that which we as the citizens put forward. Are we doing that? And if we are not doing that, how much of the blame should we soldier, uh, shoulder as the citizens? I just also want to read a few quick um, uh, emails before I go to the lines. Uh, Leandri, Motala, everybody, I'll come to you in a sec. Uh, this one from Sigin Randberg, Randberg, uh, Sig sends um, an email saying, there can be no alternative to democracy, but Africa has a long way to go after despots who have made this Seem unattainable. Recent chairmen of the AU um, include lifelong abusers of power, like Robert Mugabe, Muammar Gaddafi, who made a disgraceful sham of Tabumbeke's wonderful idea of an African uh, Renaissance with peer review that should have revealed all corruption. But did not. And Kosa Zana Zuma, the most recent woman in charge of the AU Commission, did nothing to remedy the disgrace. And while now contending for Zuma presidency of our captured state. And then there's one here from Ole um, uh, Tennyson, uh, writing to us from uh, Paris in France, says Democracy in Africa? Uh, for Africa, may I ask, is it African? Is it not from the Greeks and used by so-called colonialists of Africa? If not... Why does the African way of politics or doing things mean for Africa? What does that mean Um, if mixed with democracy? Conflicting messages coming out of Africa. The people pay, uh, but not the leaders in the mix. Interesting debate, but again, it boils down to education for everyone. I couldn't agree with you more. We need more education to understand what is going on here. Uh, Leandri in Johannesburg, good morning. Hello, Leandri. Yeah. Okay, struggling with Leandri's line, we'll come back. Leandri, are you there? That line, not great anyway. We'll try and come back to it. Uh, but let's go to Durban. Mutala. good morning to you. Good so, well, morning. Right.
1: Now, morning. Now, unfortunately, Africa was far more democratic than the European, even at present the Europeans are not as democratic as they should be. If we look at the great empires of Mali, Ghana, Songhai in the 10th century, when the Europeans were in the dark ages, when they had no such thing as government uh, having democracy, we had great empires like Mali, Ghana, Songhai, but when they came here, they destroyed all those things, and they created the impression that the Africans are barbarians. They are not democratic. They don't In fact, in South Africa itself, we have the factor of Ubuntu, caring for everybody. Ask if the chief was not a boss. He did not decide. Everything was decided by the people. And the land was freely utilized by everybody, It didn't belong to the chief. And they were far more democratic. Unfortunately, the people are enslaved with the idea that the Europeans brought democracy, and they are today in the world, if we take even the great United States of America, the original inhabitants are still kept in reserve. Even the Afro-Americans are not treated the same way as... If we take Australia, the same situation, wherever these whites are colonizing and feeling even today, they are not truly democratic. And they claim to be democratic. And we are mentally enslaved with fake news that they are the most democratic in the world. And we believe in this nonsense. We must change this mentality and return to true democracy which was there long before the european and africa brought in democracy thank you
0: if africa is free then why aren't we doing that because right we at the are
1: enslaved that we would follow the european ideology democracy why? that is because we are the men the people who are in power they got education, Christian education and the education in the school that the best type of democracy is the Western type of democracy and the best type of economic system is the Western type and we are implementing and we are still using English as a language in
0: our school. It, that itself shows how mentally enslaved we are. Okay, thanks Motala in Durban. Kholisa uh, in Kailicha, good morning. Good morning, Fatima. Hi.
5: Yes, i still excuse my English. But uh, last month I was just googling about Africa as a whole. And then I, I was I was so shocked when I come across the article where it says um some of the West African countries are still paying France for what they call a, a colonial tax. I was so shocked to exactly that at this time of the day that we are, are paying for that. And then uh, but I understand that in Africa we have some, something what I can call a, a leadership problem, you know. But, and I would like your your guest from Senegal. If she can allude to
0: that, thank you. Thanks so much, Kolisa. Let me just throw in a few of the SMSs as well. BM says, um, uh, after 53 years, the AU still can't uh, even finance its own administration. It is therefore still born. This one says, Madam Aske, as long as the AU um, will still have dictators in its ranks, nothing much will be done, and many along those lines. Adam Ake?
5: Yes, I think that uh, foreign policy, as we say, starts at home. It's within Africa that we have to fix our own problems. We cannot be continuing blaming the West or the the past. Uh, We should not again uh, be seeing the past as, again, a golden era. In countries like my own country, Senegal, which used to be considered as one of the uh, really most sustained democratic nations, if we have a problem today, it's because we have a type of leaders produced by a type of democracy that has been short-circuited by money by corruption, and by uh, involvement of foreign actors like the, the Western business people who have managed to select some of the leaders They have access to power, and these are the people talking on behalf of our nation within the African Union, and so they will not be representing us properly. This is not real democracy. But I sincerely believe in this age of what I call the tectonic, D-E-C-H-T-O-N-I-C, whereby you have the Internet, the the telecommunication system, all the facilities that we have that allow uh, information and ideas to flow uh, freely and quickly. If we are in this age, if we fight properly, I think within Africa, we can create, recreate the condition of our own role within democracy. Of course, we know there has been in Mali, like in 1249. I think, uh, the Kuru Fugan uh, Charter, uh, which uh, uh, laid out the norms of democratic values in, in Mali, in, in the Sudan Empire then. I think... We have good practices in the past that we can borrow and bring to forward. But we need also to assess what the type of leaders we have had in our country. They have been selfish. They have been there only for themselves. They are interested in buying uh, castles abroad, in stashing money in uh, foreign paradise, in not ruling for the majority, but for their own uh, political party, partisan uh, friends, or from even their families, or their uh, own self-well-being. I think... This is the problem de- democracy is supposed to deliver for the vast majority, and if it delivers goods, uh, economic goods, political goods, social goods, and that it, in, 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 in a balanced way, I think we have nothing against democracy. Okay. That's my feeling. We should not reject democracy. We should embrace it. Let's Thanks, not be Adam McKay. Africa must have good leaders and good people at all levels of, of the society that will provide democracy, give it a good name instead of the bad name it has due to uh, uh,
0: poor... Okay, we're going to leave it there because we're out of time. I just want to give uh, Professor ngomez just a small opportunity to wrap there.
4: No, I think that there are two sexual errors which my colleague just made. Uh, To say Komen Krumah is a dictator is incorrect. Africans never had dictators because there were systems in place to call the leader to order. And then secondly, uh, it is incorrect to say President Zuma used the state money to build his house. The money that was asked to to be paid back was the money that was used for things that were not related to security. So those are just sexual errors. On the call, uh, on the message from Paris, As democracy did not start from Greece, Uh, we are told that uh, the the Greeks used direct democracy because the population at the time was about 1,000. So most people, not everyone, most people could participate, but not everyone. But having said that, uh, most of the people who came from the southern part of Greece originally came from Egypt, and therefore uh, it's true that uh, most of the democratic practices that were practiced and defined in Europe started from Africa.
0: Well, we're going to have to leave it there. And of course, this debate will continue. Democracy and how has it worked for Africa? Thanks so much for all your participation. It's your favorite time of the morning. The Forum at 8. Favorite time of the morning on AM Live.